You're going to bring the Lamborghini out here? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm going to have to, man. You know, you have you have those toys. You have to you have to enjoy them. You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to let me tell you something. I'm, I'm done with baseball. I'm not going to be driving a Lamborghini. <laughs> I, I don't need I don't need that anymore. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number 174 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. And it's time to welcome in a familiar face. Although he's got an old slash new uniform for the first time ever, I am wearing a Dodgers hat while introducing Miggy Rowe. Boy, oh boy, do we have a lot of ground to cover with you. First <laughs> of all, know, dude, I mean, are you are you working at a shoe shop in the off season <laughs> I didn't know about? No, man, this is my new my new shoe room, and I was really excited to uh, uh, to cover to cover the first episode in this room with you because uh, I actually built it. To, uh, to be here talking to you. Uh, I'm gonna miss it because uh, I'm gonna be moving uh, where where my season is gonna be this year, but I'm really excited about that. But I am glad that we're gonna record one right here so uh, the people can see the new. Well, if you want to, if you just want to keep showing it off, we could just record an episode every day, and then we can break down a new pair of kicks. That would be that would be amazing, man. You know, you know, you know that uh, I like that. I like to show the people that uh, what what are my latest. All right, so how many pair of shoes do you have behind you? Uh, that's around uh, 160 something. So uh, we're getting we're getting to the point that are, are getting closer to 200. Uh, that I, I'm pretty excited because the collection is, is growing and it's looking good. You know, I have the uh, I even doesn't have like that many uh, boxes to put uh, to put the shoes on. So I'm waiting on the boxes to to get here because uh, I need to order it with time. So. Uh, yeah, really, really excited about how how it's looking right now. Okay, at the end of the show, uh, just keep in mind you can pick out your favorite pair right now and show it off to the uh, to the people that are watching on our YouTube channel. So we'll save that for a little bit later. Okay, sounds good. I, I like that idea. You did mention you're going to be moving at least for your work. Um, how shocked were you? You got traded. Uh, well, the thing is, like you know, we. Uh, as, a, as, as humans, we are living in this society now that everything is on social media before it actually happens, you know? Uh, a lot of that stuff is rumors, you know? I've been hearing a lot of rumors. I was uh, hearing a lot of rumors before this trade actually happens, you know, uh, to a couple of different teams. Uh, Boston, I guess he was uh, involved. Uh, obviously, the Dodgers uh, throughout uh, the years, I've been hearing about, like, the the interest of them like to to get me you know and uh i mean i always was the the everyday shortstop for the marlins and i thought uh for the marlins to get uh to get what they want to get in, in return uh they have to keep me at the at the position you know being uh being the everyday shortstop going somewhere else to to do something different uh before it didn't make that much sense but uh, for this uh at this time of my career and at this time of my uh, uh of my time with the marlins i feel like it was the it was the move that is supposed to uh, to be made, you know. And uh, I wasn't I wasn't shocked because uh, I mean a lot of things going on uh, with the uh, with the organization here and and uh, bringing new players, bringing new people. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm super happy with the new opportunity that I'm gonna have to go uh, back to LA and and having the opportunity to be in this part of my career where I can still contribute uh for a uh, for a for a winner man and and winning a championship is my my ultimate goal and wanting uh wanting to do it here in, in LA is going to be uh it's going to be amazing okay there's a lot to peel back here 
Um, so the the Marlins did not call you to let you know that you had been traded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They called me, but uh, you know, you always uh, you always find out about the rumors before. Got it. It actually happens. You you find out uh, before with the rumors on on social media, and and I mean, you start you start getting text message from friends. You know, like I'm not I'm not on social media twenty four seven. You know, like checking uh, for what is being said. Um, I got a call uh, from Kim uh, before the before the trade went down, and uh, she wanted to let me know that I mean trade talks were um, ongoing, and she didn't want me to figure out uh, through social media. But it was okay. all over already, you know. Like I got my I got my agent call me to my house, you know. I got another agent that is that is here local in Miami coming. Uh, to my house to actually uh, be in person while that the negotiation and and the things were going and uh, one thing that I can say I wasn't I wasn't alone you know I was with my people the people that I need to uh, actually uh, let them know what's going on and a lot of a lot of friends reach out a lot of people who cares about me reach out about about the trade about the possibility of me going uh, back to LA people. Uh, sad and 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 upset about uh, me not going in, not not being in Miami anymore. But at the end of the day, man, is is you can't do anything about it. You know, this nope. is business, and I mean, you just go to wherever someone wants you. You know, and that doesn't mean that the Marlins didn't want me. It's just the uh, you know the opportunity that presents for them and for the Dodgers to get better. You know. All right. Well, let's talk about the positives. You are yeah. going to a team that has made the playoffs. 10 straight years. I mean, when you were with them, they were making the playoffs. They haven't missed since then. Right. What did Andrew Friedman and or the Dodgers brass tell you about your role? Yeah, I mean, the role right now is uh, to be in the mix and uh, on the on the in the infield part, you know, like I'm going to be playing all over the place in the infield. Uh, I'm going to, you know, like I'm I, I going to be in the sh- in shortstop. I'm going to be a third base. I'm going to be a second base. And I will be ready to play first base as well. But uh, we know we have a player at first yeah. base that he he doesn't like to DH. I know no. that for a fact. Um, he plays every single day. He posts every single day, you know. And that's something that I really appreciate. And I can't wait to play uh, with Freddie because uh, I actually have a little conversation with him last year about you know about creating a culture that players want to play every single day, you know, and they, they don't want to come out. They don't want to be aged. They don't want to do anything else. They want to be there every single day. If they're healthy, you know, and, and nothing is, is, is like nothing bad is happening to them. They want to be there. So um, I'd be available, you know, to play first as well. But uh, I mean, second, short and third, everybody knows that uh, my, my original position and I'm, I've been working so hard to stay in shape to be a shortstop at 34, you know, and I feel, I feel that I can, I can handle the position every single day if I need to. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm just, man, I'm just coming to this clubhouse and to this culture with the Dodgers to contribute on whatever they need me, you know? Um, and I know I can play all three different positions. Yeah. It's a, it's a little tricky for you. I would suppose in Miami, you were the veteran leader, right? There might've been some other guys, but this has been your team for several years now. Right. Especially since you guys turned it over and went so young once you traded Giancarlo and Yelly and all those guys. Right. In L.A., you're getting into a clubhouse where, you know, well, Kershaw has been there forever. Obviously, Dave Roberts has been in place. 
Mm-hmm. You know, Freddie Freeman, this is his second year, but he's a veteran. Mookie Betts has now been around for several years in Los Angeles. Do you have to kind of figure out what your role is leadership-wise? Well, to be honest with you, I already I already reached out to a couple guys that I think I can help, you know. Uh, they they have a, a young phenom that is, uh, is going to be part of the mix as well. I'm understanding Miguel Vargas. He's Cuban. He's living in Miami, and we already have been in touch because he reached out and he said he wants to work with me on defense. So that's the kind of things that you don't have to show up to the, to, the, to the clubhouse and show up your leadership. People will notice if they've been paying attention, you know? Uh, and for me, that's the kind of leadership that I want to bring the, to the clubhouse. Uh, lead by example and actually be there for the teammates that, that wants my help. Uh, at any at any point and at any circumstances, you know. So I've been I've been in contact with him. I've been in contact with a catcher that is in uh, in, in the organization that is a big prospect from Venezuela, working out here in Miami as well. And and Diego Cartaya reached out to me as well. You know, uh, I'm 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 gonna be actually working with those kids and uh, being able to uh, to to help them in any way that I can. And I mean, I just wanna make us better. You know, uh, I just wanna. I just want to be able to walk in that clubhouse and fit in to whatever they do. You know, I don't want to be, you know, like someone that comes to the clubhouse thinking that uh, the, uh, my leadership or, or that's going to be my role. That's, that's not what I want to do. I want to be, uh, I want to be the same Nicky role that, uh, that, I, that has been playing baseball for the last 10 years and actually uh, help however I, I, I can and have a lot of fun, man. I, I want to have fun this year with those guys. They seem to have a lot of fun when they play the game and when they win games. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to uh, just fit in with all that energy that they bring in Dodger Stadium with the fans and all that and, and just walk into that, that, that vibe, you know? This isn't to rip on the Marlins organization at all. It's going to be nice to be playing in front of 35, 40,000 people every night where every game is seemingly meaningful. You're going to be playing 13 games against the San Diego Padres, which we know are just going to be lit. You get to rekindle a rivalry, uh, at least for you personally, Dodgers, Giants. Yeah. Uh, Let's be honest, Miggy. The last few years have been tough. It's been tough. I mean, you made the playoffs one time in Miami, and that was in a a pandemic-shortened season. How nice is it knowing you're going to the ballpark where every day means something? Yeah, I, 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 even, I even said it in my last post on Instagram. Uh, I, I put something about uh, the fans uh, in Los Angeles. They really care and they really uh, show up every single day. Probably not the same people every single day. We got new fans every day. And when, I, when my time was there in 2014, I didn't enjoy all of that because I was so consumed about something else, you know? I was trying to prove a name for myself. I was trying to actually stay in the big leagues. I didn't know if I was going to be just uh, uh, like feeling, feeling a hole while Juan Uribe was getting uh, healthy or Henley Ramirez was getting healthy. Then I ended up staying the whole time over there through, in, during, during that year and even in the playoff, and I didn't enjoy 40, 45,000 every single day, you know? I, I didn't realize that it happens, and I took it for granted, kind of, you know, that uh, there were so many fans on the stands every single day, on, at home, on the road, everywhere the Dodgers fans were showing up, and I can't wait to actually go back and, like, 
understand that that's something that it means a lot to an organization and to a player because I I miss it, man. I, I I miss that. I miss that energy. I love playing in Dodger Stadium as a as a visitor as well because every time you go there, I mean, there's a it's it's an enter, entertainment, you know. So did you hear from, I imagine you heard from Andrew Friedman or whomever, you know, what portion of the leadership called you. Did you hear from any players when you got traded? Yeah. I mean, uh, as of, as of now it's been, it's been just, uh, um, uh, the, the two kids that I, that I mentioned, you know, Vargas and, and this other prospect, but, uh, uh, what, what I did was the first thing that I did when I, uh, when I got an opportunity after I talked to uh, to Freeman and and uh, trainers because uh, of of the thing on my wrist and and all that stuff, I reached out to Clayton Kershaw. He's the only one uh, there in that clubhouse that he played with right. me in '14. And uh, I mean, we created that this this bond that is going to exist forever. That is is only a no hitter in the big leagues happened with me playing at third base. Um, I just uh, I just wanted to. Tell him that uh, I can't wait to play behind him. I always say uh, that Clayton Gershaw has been the best left-handed pitcher that I play behind. Uh, before the pass of uh, uh, Jose Fernandez, I thought Jose Fernandez was the best right-handed pitcher that I play behind. And now I have to say the same thing about Sandy Alcantara. You know, I enjoy playing behind Sandy Alcantara last year and uh, things like that. You're always going to evolve. But uh, for me, Playing behind Kershaw is going to be one of the things that I always going to remember from 2014, and I'm going to have the opportunity to do it again 10 years after. Man, this is uh, this is just a blessing, you know. I reach out to him and I send him uh, I send him a picture of a bottle that he he gave us he gave us all the team a bottle of uh, um, scotch that have an inscription. Thanks for having my back. And I sent him a picture of that and I told him, uh, hey, Kurt, it's time to do this again. So, uh, uh, so some, some little things that uh, for me are important, you know, and, and hopefully, uh, hopefully when I get there, I get to meet so many people uh, in person, you know, because I, I play against a bunch of them. But I'm uh, looking forward to, uh, to meet them on an everyday basis, man. Those of you uh, that are joining us on the YouTube portion of the program can see that there is a wrap or maybe a soft cast on Miggy's right hand. Are you going to be ready for spring training? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Two weeks, uh, well, nine days now for na- from from today. I'm going to be removing this and I'm going to be doing all the baseball activities that I need to do. What happened? What happened with this uh, new uh, new thing that I have to do? Uh, we found a little piece of extra piece of bone uh, that it was growing on my wrist. So um, they have to take it out because it was, it was kind of bothering me to swing the bat. Didn't, didn't actually like restrict me from hitting, but uh, I didn't want to start a season with a pain. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've been playing, I, I've been playing through, through pain before and I know how it is. And I don't think, uh, early January is a time to hit through pain, you know? Uh, so for me, it was necessary to uh, take care of this right now so I can be 100% and fully healthy for for WBC first. Well, first spring training, WBC, and then uh, to, to play for the Dodgers uh, the whole year. So you still want to do your WBC thing for Venezuela. Awesome. I know that you, that's been big on your mind. Where do we stand with that? It's, it's pretty important, man. For me, it's, uh, I, I feel proud 
from uh, where, where I come from and all the people that, that knows me knows that, uh, that I'm extremely happy for an opportunity to be selected, at least to be part of the, the mix, you know. Uh, I don't know what the team is going to look like just yet, you know. They're going to have to uh, give this, uh, this final roster. And obviously, we're waiting on to see if my race is going to be 100% ready for, for mid-February when they need to, uh, to actually uh, decide who, what players are going to be uh, on the team. But at the end of the day, man, I just want to, I just, I don't take this opportunity and, and that chance to represent my country uh, uh, light, you know, mm -hmm. I want to represent my country. I actually feel a lot of proud, uh, a lot of pride for where I come from, the people that support me. And I mean, all the, the organization is being supportive as well when I express them that I want to play there. Uh, and, and I know for a fact that I'm going to put the team first always. Uh, if I'm not feeling great, if I'm not feeling good uh, to go there, I'm not going to go. But as of now, I feel 100% convinced that I'm going to be uh, healthy. Let's talk about the other side of the trade. You're leaving an organization that you have been a huge part of and a community that you have ingratiated yourself and your family into. Um, how tough is it going to be to just leave Miami? You're playing home for the last eight years yeah you you just said it uh, i i've been playing home uh this whole time you know that's uh that's how i feel here in miami i feel at home uh home away from venezuela which uh is a country that i that i that i grew up and uh, i had all my family there but at the end of the day miami gave me an opportunity to uh, raise my children's and and have a uh, my own house you know and have an opportunity to uh, develop as a, not just as a player, but as a, as a human, you know, in this community, uh, helping a lot of people, not just through, uh, through my game, but uh, through the foundation, the Marlins Foundation, helped me a, a ton, you know, uh, helping people uh, from different countries, especially Venezuelans coming into the uh, United States for the first time and adjusting to a new culture. Uh, helping guys getting a scholarship, helping kids playing baseball when they when they got to United States. So it means a lot to me what what I was able to do here in Miami. And I'm not looking to stop that. You know, I'm looking to uh, continue to uh, build uh, a legacy here in Miami with uh, with my time uh, that I have in the off season. And I wanna I want them to know that this is home for me. You know, uh, regardless of what happened with my career and where I go. Uh, the eight years that I spent with the Marlins organization made me not just the player that I am right now, but the person as well, you know, having an opportunity to um, go from one ownership to another and be stable, you know, for so many years in one organization make me feel good because uh, not, not a bad person or not a people that don't care about a project or about, about something is keep for that long, you know. And for me, playing for uh, that long in an organization like the Marlins, I feel proud of that. And it always going to have a place in my heart that is that is uh, that people who knows me knows that uh, it's special. And I always going to consider my time in Miami a bless because uh, there's nothing better than that, that, that play at home, you know, because when you're playing at home, you have the opportunity to see your kids uh, grow, take your son to school. Uh, you don't miss any time, but it's time for me to move on, you know, 
and go to a place where professionally I feel like I'm going to have an opportunity that I always, that every player wants, which is winning, you know, and have fun. And winning is, is the, the, the bottom line of, of every sport and whatever you do in sports, you want to win. And that's exactly what I, what I feel I want to do right now. How are you going to do your living situation with your family? No, they, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Like, uh, like we always talk in this, in these episodes is, is, you know, organic and, you know, it's, it's, it's so good for the fans to know that it's not easy, you know, to make this move. And, and actually when they call you, they ask you because they care about you. You know, they ask you if you're okay moving to a different city for, to play for a different team, uh, away from your family and, and to take a, a different role, you know, because I probably not going to be, you know, the everyday shortstop, but uh, I, I leave that already. You know, I leave my, my dream is not just to, to play shortstop anymore. You know, my dream is to accomplish something bigger for the team, for, for the city, for, for fans, you know, and leaving all my family behind, that's the sacrifice that you have to do to, uh, to be able to do that. They're not going to move with me because my son is in school here in Miami. Like we say, this is, this is actually home for, for us. And we're going to do uh, what other baseball players do, you know, like I'm going to go by myself to, the, to, to, to LA. And like I said, I won't be, I won't be alone because my agents are from there. Um, they're going to be visiting me uh, in different cities. And we know we're going to figure a way out to, uh, to be together as much as we can. So do you need a room to stay in? I mean, I'm not that far from the stadium. It's up to I, you. I, to, I told you as soon as, as soon as the trade happened, uh, I, I text you, Hey, I might need a room over there to stay with you. So. Yeah. I, don't wanna... I mean, we, we have a friends and family, uh, uh discount that we'd be nice. more than happy to apply to you. Uh, like there's it. probably even a John boy code. You know, if you use the code word Rose, you'll probably even get, <laughs> you get 5%, 20% you got 5% discount. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I, yeah. We, we can talk, we can talk about it offline for sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're happy. Yeah. We, we don't, you know, you could probably use our, our son's car uh, when he's done with school, you know, because, you know, we, we could use a rotating <laughs> car basis, too. We can, you, we you can rotate cars. I, I will cheap mine and you can use mine, too. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll hold on here. <laughs> You're going to bring the Lamborghini out here? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm going to have to, man. You know, you have you have those toys. You have to you have to enjoy them. You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm done with baseball. I'm not going to be driving a Lamborghini. I don't need, I don't need that anymore. After I'm done with baseball is, is, is over, man. You know, you're going to have to, you, I, I feel like you live your, you live your life while you can, you know, you, you have your little things that you want to have and all that, but uh, you have to be smart and make sure that, that all the stuff that you, that you have, you're not going to have it forever, you know? So seriously, what do you do? You're going to ship your car out? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm planning on. Uh, I'm shipping my car to Arizona. Um, I'm actually going to the fan fest. I'm pretty excited. All the fans are looking forward to see you there. Uh, February 3rd and 4th. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure if it's going to be both days at Dodger Stadium or I'm going to be doing some community work. But all the people in LA, I'm super excited to see you guys over there uh, uh, at that time. I'm going to be going to LA for, for those couple of days and maybe I stay there for, a, for an extra day. And then I'm, I'm going straight to Arizona. To, uh, to the complex. I, it's time to get ready. It's time to, uh, to start working on, on, on more baseball activities and 
if I want to be ready for, for the WBC and all the stuff that I, that I want to do, I need to start working now. You're going to try and sneak in a Lakers game, aren't you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to be in a Lakers game for sure. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they can help me with some uh, with, with some tickets and uh, good passes. But uh, I, I'm going for sure. Hey, man, if you get a if you get a free ticket, <clears throat> just just saying, if you need to drive, you know, somebody I will, drive I will or let whatever. You know for sure, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go by myself. I I, I tell you that. Oh, uh, that's okay. There's probably a few guys on the team who want to go, and I understand. Let's let's create those bonds. You and I can yeah, do, no, we'll, we'll do dinner or something. This will be nice. <laughs> yeah, every. I can't tell you the number of people who texted me or, you know, hit me up on Twitter about, hey, you and Miggy Rowe, we're going to do some live, uh, you know, together episodes. of the. I was like, yeah, I mean, this we're going is... gonna, gonna to have to. We're going to have to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're going to be we're going to be together. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to find to find a place right ne- right there next to you. And and we uh, I will give you a number 11 Dodgers jersey. Let's do is that, that what we're doing? We're gonna do eleven there, huh? Yeah, we're gonna do eleven. The nineteen is uh, is retired. I couldn't. That's what I, I couldn't wear when I when I was a rookie either. Um, I wore number seventy two, and I'm glad that I did it because that's gonna be a, <laughs> that's gonna be a number that is gonna be hanging hanging up in my wall for forever. You know, I, I will never forget that number seventy two was my rookie year. That was amazing. They were like, "Who's the uh, who's the offensive lineman that we signed number seventy <laughs> two? Yeah, that's good." That's good. Before we get out of here, you want to pick a uh, pick a pair of shoes and oh, yeah, um... let's, let's do it. Okay, good. Let's see. Oh. All right. While he's going back there, I've got a pair of shoes that I'm going to show him too. He doesn't know about our special ones. Oh, here's okay. A, what do you got? Here's a pair. The they it, it came out in 2020 uh, 2022, right? Last year. And they're the looks like the original, the, yeah. the original Jordan One Chicago, right? But uh, they call it Lost and Founds. Have a like a really uh, special kind of thing right here. Like it's kind of like the shoe is being lost for for a long time in a, in a box, you know. And you just found it, and the the look of the shoe is really cool. And uh, I think it was a shoe of the year last year in 2022. And what do those run? Huh? How much are those? Uh, not that bad. Actually, like 500, 500 bucks. I just like them a lot. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. not here to one-up you. You know you that got? last year I got my first pair of J's, right? The low, right. low J's. Yeah. Well, for the holiday season, none uh-huh. other than our own producer, Rob Scirocco, got me a pair of... Now, they're not only just your... They it's, are they're custom. custom-made. Custom, yeah. Look. Whoa. Rose rotation. Oh, my God. Baseball today even has my little avatar on there. Your face and everything. Wow. Man, you made it. You, have, have you worn it yet? Now, here's the thing. And I've, yeah. I've asked other people, what, I don't feel like I can wear them out. Of course, you have to. I mean, be careful with, you know, I don't want you to working out on them because, uh, I mean, the pain can go, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to work out on them. Exactly. But uh, you can you can wear them out, you know, to walk around and, you know, take some pictures. Okay. It's, the problem is it's been raining so much out here that I, I know, haven't had I a, saw that. I, 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 was, I was just there. I was just there this, this last uh, couple of days, and it was freezing and, and raining. You I know. know. 
Don't worry. Don't worry. The climate hasn't changed that significantly since you were last <laughs> it's like I was there. Yeah, oh, it's not like it's going to be Minnesota in April. You'll be fine. No, no, no way. You'll be fine. No. Uh, listen, man, I'm so happy that uh, we were able to do this. I know I was bothering you and your world was spinning out of control last week. So I do appreciate you making some time. And uh, it's I'm sure it's everything. It's it's exciting. It's scary. It's nerve wracking. It's makes your heart jump. Uh, there's a whole bunch of emotions here. So whatever we can do here with the Rose family Thank and you. our John Boy Media family to make your transition back west a little easier, you let us know, okay? No, it's been it's been amazing the the support that I received from from you guys. You know, uh, I mean, Jake, Jimmy, all all of the guys. Thank you for for supporting. You know, like liking. Uh, I mean, tweets. Uh, you know, liking. Uh, pictures that I, that I've been posting, little comments on Instagram or or Twitter, uh, that makes it that makes the transition so much easier and so much better, you know, and enjoyable. And I can tell you something, and I can tell all all the fans something. I've been missing this feeling of I want to go back to the field and play, you know, because uh, I feel like I'm gonna have a lot of fun, like I said, and I can't wait to do it in front of the the Dodgers fan again because, uh, uh, like I said, I feel like I have a little bit of regret of my time over there because I didn't enjoy, you know, walking into a ballpark every single day. And I'm not going to take it for, for granted this time that, uh, that I'm playing in front of all, all the fans in LA. So um, looking forward to see you guys in, uh, in fan fest. Um, I'm pretty excited, pretty excited about, about being uh, in Dodger blue again. Well, let's make an appointment to uh, during fan fest to get together or something. All right, let's do it for sure. Okay. Awesome. For our amazing shoe salesman, the one and only Robbie Scirocco, and old-slash-new Dodger, Miguel Rojas. I am Chris Rose. We'll see you next time on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.